T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Hey, welcome back to the Playmakers, a festive mood around here as we get ready for the four-day weekend. And Lindsay, I don't think people are ready for what's about to happen. No. My passion for wrestling is on a collision course for great content because AEW has made Las Vegas home for the week in a few hours. AEW Rampage at Mandalay leading up to Sunday's big show at T-Mobile Arena. AEW's Double or Nothing, and I'm pleased to say... On the line, joining us is the one, the only, the Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. All insider calls are powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download your BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. That just rolls off the tongue like it was just meant to be. I think so, too. I I think it's, uh, I think we can all appreciate the alliteration and the overuse of Dr. and DMD. You don't need both of them, but for me, I do. I want it all out there. I went to school for eight years, so I want the doctor before my name and after my name. Yeah, I would just say, in case y'all forgot, we got to include both of those things. But I- I'm fascinated by your backstory. I know we got to get into Double or Nothing and talking about a great event that you are a part of this weekend. But I'm just, there's so much that I could get into, including your, your dental school work, your-, your profession that you have now alongside your wrestling career. I mean, most importantly, honestly, this is the most qu- questions I prepared. I hear you're a Penguins fan. Diehard Penguins fan. Yeah, this was a rough rough month for us and I'm sad still I'm still not well over it okay well we'll give you some time to recover before I get into the nitty-gritty of those questions but Adrian as you said you're the wrestling diehard let's get into get into uh, double or nothing and and really Britt where where do we go from here and well listen Britt um I, I don't want to attack you because I'm from Cleveland too and she doesn't like the penguins but let's focus on AEW here for a second so it's the three-year anniversary right you're the first woman right. that was signed You've been and you've seen it all when it comes to AEW. And, of course, your schedule is hectic as hell. Have you been able to take a moment this week and kind of soak it all in? And, and from your perspective, what's been your favorite part of seeing the growth of AEW in general? I think it's just so cool to be a part of something and being part of, you know, the we build it from the ground up. And we created this company, this brand that people want to come to from what's like considered as the like the number one wrestling company in the world. We've brought some of the biggest stars in all of wrestling to AEW. And it's so cool just that I can say that I was a part of this from day one. Um, all Elite Wrestling has has Britt Baker etched into its foundation and that's that's really cool and it's it's special. It makes it's it feels really, really special to be a part of that. Well, and to find like group success as as an organization, then individually, I mean, being the first X to do X for a lot of things in an industry or business comes with its own unique pressures and triumphs. How do you manifest those pressures, and then how do you process and and celebrate those triumphs? 
Yeah, I mean, the pressure, that's, a, that's an understatement. Um, there, there's always pressure when, when, it, when you're at the top of anything. Success, the more success you have, the more pressure that comes along with it. And just the fact that I have been so prominent in, in writing these history books for All Elite Wrestling, there's people that have a magnifying glass on me, making sure that I'm living up to the hype and, and living up to all the attention and, and the spotlight that's been put on me. Um, so it's, you really can't get caught sleeping at any moment. You can't really relax. You can't take a breath. And that's, that's really stressful. Um, but at the same time, I thrive in that type of environment. I love competition. I love the pressure. It, it's that, that's, I feel like I was made for that. And you talk about that magnifying glass. And as we start this uh, interview off, and by the way, Double or Nothing sold out at T-Mobile Arena, but you can purchase the pay-per-view through the Bleacher Report app or all other major pay-per-view providers. But talking about that magnifying glass, earlier this week uh, you did an interview with Forbes magazine. Uh, it was fantastic, and I appreciated your honesty. Uh, they asked you about your dream match that you would want to have. You said Sasha Banks. Yep. I felt like you answered. That is truthfully. And I don't yep. understand. Genius. You, you were getting some backlash about apparently you want to have a dream match that to me is not only money, but it's something that everyone wants to see. So I guess right. my question to you is, you know, managing wrestling Twitter is very toxic, let alone you being a female and breaking these barriers. How do you manage that and kind of not be stuck in always refreshing and trying to see the latest tweets and things like that? It's hard. I think a lot of wrestlers really battle and struggle with that. It, it's because, you know, we want the the instant gratification of, of Twitter saying they like something that we did or that, you know, we got their approval. But then at the same time, I, I feel like Twitter is, is more and more toxic and, and negative than it is so optimistic at times. And like, like I literally answered an interview question. I didn't call Sasha Banks out. I didn't say, hey, this match needs to happen. You're I honest. just asked a question and mm-hmm. I gave an answer. They said, what's a cool dream match that you would like to have? And, and Sasha's one of my favorite wrestlers. It wasn't me challenging her or challenging WWE. All I did was just say, hey, this is a cool dream match. And I, her fans and the WWE fans and even just some wrestling fans in general, did not like that. And I don't even think they read the whole interview. They read the clickbait and they run with it and they, they just create such a nasty narrative when they don't even know what they're talking about. And it's so frustrating because, you know, in my position, I, I'm not going to respond to John 515 that has 19 followers, but I want to respond to John with 19 <laughs> followers and tell him, like, shut the hell up. You don't even know what you're talking about. It's, it's so frustrating. That's, that's the word more than anything, more so than, you know, sad or angering or or depressing it's frustrating because you just want to shake these people and tell them like look i'm not trying to anger you i'm not trying to stir the pot right now i answered a freaking interview question and it's so easy i feel to kind of get personalized about it especially for someone like you that's really stayed true to your your off arena identity too and having that so wrapped up it's hard to be able to say like well I I need to put that in this box and then keep my feelings here it's just a lot of cognitive dissonance that uh, a lot of people especially brands like yourself have to go through because there's the human underneath that as well but as someone who has yet to experience one of your matches I'm trying to imagine your your finishing move a name so badass that it should inspire tetanus booster checks right now it's called lockjaw can you paint a picture for me because uh, I feel listening to you describe it before watching it is about as insider of an experience as one could get. Yep. So basically you, I, you have to ground the opponent first. We're both um, on the mat and it's, it's actually 
a variation of the submission called Rings of Saturn, which is where the person's on their stomach. I have one of their arms trapped uh, between my legs. I wrap the other arm and trap it kind of behind my torso. So they their arms are, are virtually useless. They can't get out. They can't do anything. And then I take my hand with a glove, of course, because um, I'm a dentist in healthcare and we follow all protocol. But anyway, obviously. <laughs> and I press down in their mouth on their mandibular nerve and it's it's actually excruciating pain if you don't believe me do it yourself press down on the inside of your tongue as hard as you can um with your middle finger and ring finger and on the outside like right below your chin on the uh, external surface of your skin press it's kind of like you're trying to push through the lower floor of the mouth yeah i don't Um, like i don't like it i don't like it it's excruciating yeah (laughs) And it, it's also, you know, somewhat paralyzing to the mouth. You can't, you can't bite down. You can't get out of it. It's you either have to be like a really tough son of a bitch, or you have to tap out. And and so far, everybody's tapped out. Britt, I appreciate you explaining it. And you're like, yeah, yeah, it sounds like it hurts. But now you see, this is why I use it, and this is why I do it in the ring. This is nightmare fuel for us <laughs> as radio people. Uh, um, Britt, I want to ask you uh, number one, uh, great introduction for Tarly Storm beating her. Uh, as she joins AEW, but what you feel Tony Storm brings to the women's division. And then in terms of double or nothing, uh, it's kind of rare territory for you not to be in the women's championship match, although you will be in the first ever final for the Owen Hart Foundation. So to you, is it bittersweet or is is it awesome to be like, oh, look at the growth. I don't necessarily have to be a part of these things for it to be popping. No, it's always going to be bittersweet to not be in the the title picture because – um, you could talk all the smack in the world and say you're the best, but to have that title, to have that title belt around your waist, that is physical proof. Like, the discussion's over, there's no argument, you're the best, because you have proof right there. Um, so that's, that's always something that I'm always going to have in the back of my mind, that I, I want to be champion. But this is really cool. This is this is such an awesome tournament to be a part of, the first ever Owen Hart Foundation tournament, and just everything that, that you know the family has brought to AEW and is allowing us to use the Owen Hart name and has been so supportive it's just uh, through everything, the whole way along this process. Um, it's surreal. It's surreal that I get to be a part of that. But again, it comes with you know writing the history books. It's the pressure. It's the first ever. Um, I'm in the, in the finals, and I don't know if I'm going to be wrestling yet. I only have a couple of days to prepare. I want to do a good job, and most importantly, I want to win. I don't want to be in the first tournament, Owen Hart Foundation tournament, and be written down as a loser. That's you know that's maybe even worse than not being in it. I want to I want to win. Speaking of winning, are you ready for this, these Pittsburgh questions or these Penguins questions? I should say. <laughs> oh my God, no! I don't. I don't insult me already. I'm not going to insult so, you. So. I promise. Okay. I promise. No, no insults. I'll, I'll start with something easy. What, what? Which particular team or season helped you fall in love with the Penguins? Because we know, like, when you're born around Pittsburgh or you're just in that fandom. Yeah. I mean, you kind of have to be part of it. But in terms of like your personal endearment, I got to think that that your love for teeth has to be involved with the best clients in the world for your industry these days. Well, actually, what's cool is when I went to de- this is totally side topic. When I was in dental school at Pitt, our implant instructor, implant prosthodontist, is actually the Penguins team dentist. Wow! So how cool is that? Um, every now and then, we'd like it to see them scooting in across the building, sneak it in there. But um, so because I was born in Punxsutawney, and it's about an hour and and of fifteen outside of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was the big city that we always went to, and that's the you know our team. 
Pittsburgh is known for loving their sports teams, the Penguins, the Pirates, which, you know, that's another story, and the Steelers. <laughs> and I just when I was even a kid, we would get – that was, like, the big thing when we would get to spend the weekend going to any of the sports events where you're – it's so contagious, Be, you know, being a Pittsburgh – Sports, a yinzer, so they like to call it. I don't completely support that terminology. I don't think yins is proper grammar, but it's what it, it is. What it is, um, it's it's so fun and it's so contagious, and you can't help but be a part of that like diehard fandom. Um, but I don't, I can't even, I don't know. I mean, obviously, Sidney Crosby coming to Pittsburgh, mm. which, you know, really shook things up, and that's you know, arguably one of the best players in NHL today. Obviously, you're you're following him along for the ride, but. I can't really pinpoint when I became a diehard Penguins fan, but I will say when I was in dental school, when they had uh, the HBK line, Haglin, Bonini, and I think Kessel, yep, was such a cool moment for me because Sean Michaels, known as the Heartbreak Kid HBK, they would fly him into the games and show him on the TV to support the HBK line. And some of my friends had no idea who he was. They're like, who's this old guy? you know, waving a terrible towel. And I was like, that's Shawn Michaels. You don't know who that is. So it was, I got to bring my little, my love of wrestling and my love of uh, penguin hockey to the, to the ice, so to say. I do love to see it, that, that divergence. That's when you really have the, those special moments. It almost like reincarnates your belief in, in whatever team that you adhere to or, or subscribe to, I should say, rather. Are you okay with Marc-Andre Fleury re-signing in Minnesota? Just as a wrestler, it's very important for narrative building. He's probably the most magical person I've ever met and had the pleasure to cover. But what's the perfect ending in your story arc mind for him? I would love Mark Andre Fleury to you know be a penguin again. That that was soul crushing to me when when we lost him. I you know I had two of his jerseys. I he's just we always used to say in Fleury we trust uh, for, for the playoff series, and he's just he's so beloved. And I don't know. I, I guess we don't really know their personal lives or where they want to live or where they want to settle down or what they have going or where they want to plant roots. So it's it's really hard to speak on it on that side of things. But selfishly, mm. you know, I really am a huge Mark Andre Fleury fan. I love to see this this hockey love the two guys are having. Yeah, it's but, it's a religious experience almost. But I need to bring out the chairs and the ladders and the okay. tables. Okay, we'll take a pot. <laughs> um, okay. Britt, I need to ask you, um, and and it's weird to ask this question because so many people have joined on uh, and kind of helped the locker room. But just kind of talk me through uh, one of my favorite moments in terms of wrestling in like the past five years, which was the return or CM Punk and Brian Danielson and, of course, your boyfriend, Adam Cole, uh, joining and kind of how they've helped, whether it's the confidence in the locker room or kind of talking with the rest of the roster, like having them in the locker yeah. room. How's that presence been? Uh, a couple of things. I think for the entire wrestling world, it, it proved the legitimacy of all elite wrestling. Like we have these top, top names in our company now. Um, let's play that type of attitude. But then also for our own, our own roster, you know, it's, it's eye opening. It's like, okay, you know, we have some of the best wrestlers in the world. Everyone's got to step up their game. TV time's not promised. I mean, you really have to put on your best matches, your best promos because it, it is, it's, it's competitive in a sense, but it's, it's also nice that we're all playing for the same team. Fair enough. That morale is super, super important, though, because it's 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 yeah. all about energy, and especially for you guys. I mean, I, I can't imagine you show up every day feeling like your best self, especially since, you know, you have your practice back down in Florida. You fly to wherever the next match is, and then, oh, yeah, it's showtime. Uh, I have one creative yeah. juicer left for you before Adrian uh, uh, just kind of ends our interview here, but it's kind of like the game Fornicate, Mary Kill, but instead our options are buy their jersey, get a commemorative tattoo, or trade to the Flyers, including their claims to their legacy. 
right? I got three okay. names for you. Okay. Yarmir Yager. Okay. Mario oh, Lemieux. He can... Sidney oh Crosby. <laughs> okay. Um, so what was it again? I get the, a, a jersey, a tattoo. And trade to the Flyers. Bit, basically. Yeah. Well, Yager can can stay over there with the Flyers. That's fine. Okay. I think just because of it's it's my generation, I would get the Sid the Kid tattoo, and then I would get the Lemieux jersey and have that framed. Fair enough. What would the Sid the Kid tattoo be? What, what, just like off the top of your head, what would be the inspiration? Well, I wouldn't. I I eighty-seven. Get it? Come on. But, yeah, maybe eighty-seven. Um. Yeah, I, how I go, uh, when I on Twitter, I always put DMD with the finger points in between because that's what I do when I come out on TV. I point, like mm-hmm. DMD. Maybe I would do, like, Sid the Kid. Brilliant. I like that. <laughs> yeah. But, and and this, is a, this is very much a mythological uh, creation we're coming up with because my mom would kill me. She'd kill me more than when she found out I was going to be a wrestler. Oh, we don't <laughs> want to cause strife. Not at this point in time. It's Memorial Day. We've got a long weekend, and that means more time for phone calls. Can't have it. And more time for wrestling, which, you know, AEW, double or nothing, this Sunday at T-Mobile Arena. Now, tickets are sold out, but the pay-per-view can be purchased through the Bleacher Report app and all other major pay-per-view providers. And, Britt, my last thing I want to ask you is honestly the first thing that came to mind when they were like, hey, do you want to interview Britt Baker? And it's the historic match against Thunder Rosa in the unsanctioned Lights Out match, uh, which was also the first ever women's match to main event Dynamite for AEW. And sidebar, just doing research before this, uh, I know you did an interview, um, and to you, you said, you know, it's a big deal, and you and Rosa wanted to make sure that it was a memorable match. And you were like, yeah, the first of everything is always important, but it's not just that it was the first and that it was memorable. And that match was about a year ago, so I just want to say I remember it vividly, uh, so congratulations. But, Britt, I need you to talk me through the thumbtacks, if you can describe the pain, and also, how hard was it to push through to be like, hey, Tony and everyone else, we need to do this to make this match? I didn't, there was no pushing at all. It was, it was Tony's idea. Um, Tony knew that the fans were really, really invested in this feud between me and Thunder. It was very much like good, good versus evil, like the perfect depiction of it. Um, and it was his idea. He wanted to finish it off with that type of match. And I was nervous as hell because I never had any type of hardcore match before. So, I mean, I was nervous to even, like, set up a table because I had never done it before. (laughs) But um, there's just typically when you have the fans cheering and screaming, there's so much adrenaline. But this was in an empty arena. It was during the pandemic. So I I knew that, and I was psyching myself out over this. I was like, man, this is going to hurt so bad. Um, And it did. But I made made it out alive. But the the thumbtacks, oh, my, I I don't even know how to explain it because – it, it hurts so bad, but it's also like a, it's annoying you. These little things, like these little tacks poking in you, and they're not coming out, or, or they'll change position. It's like you 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 get mad the second you land in them because you're like, oh my god, that hurts so bad, but it's also so annoying. Is the best way to describe it. Um, it's so, I, I if I never have to go through thumbtacks again, I will, I am the happiest woman on the planet. I would just have it in my head, pain, weakness, leaving the body, pain is weakness, leaving the body. It's totally fine. We're totally fine. Yeah. But Dr. Britt Baker, they DMD. They stick in you. That's the worst part is like you're moving around and you still have these thumbtacks like stuck in your back and you, you can feel them. It's, did, it's, did you talk to John Moxley or I get some advice? <laughs> What's that? Did you get some advice from like John Moxley or some of these dudes that have been in hardcore matches and have gone through that? 
Yeah, they all said, yeah, it hurts. It's going to hurt. <laughs> what else is there to say? <laughs> it's going to hurt. And I said, okay, thanks, guys. Great, great talk. No laughing gas in those particular matches, but thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy schedule to join us, talk to us all about uh, the big event, Double or Nothing, here in Las Vegas on Sunday. But Dr. Britt Baker, DMD from AEW Wrestling, it was an absolute pleasure. You are welcome to come talk hockey or wrestling with us anytime, but best of luck this weekend. Thank you, guys. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.